Hi guys, what's up? Chip here. Welcome to the Chatterbot newsletter podcast series. Thank you for all your kind words. And I want to welcome you to the show today. We have some really important things to get through and our Chatterbot newsletter is going fantastically well. And I'd say probably nine, ten or probably 90% of all our predictions for 2019 are coming true. So we've had a very exciting year. And uh, one of the coins that we just recommended, uh, we think is going to have a very, very bright future. And I can tell you it's, you know, one of the top 40 coins. And it has to do with Julian Assange. And we, uh, I mean, I'm an Australian, he's an Australian, he's in a lot of trouble at the moment. And I do believe that He's in trouble for a reason, and it's going to be a lot of, you know, there's going to be a lot of things circulating around Julian Assange, and I'm going to post a lot of stuff about that later. Right now, uh, with the altcoins uh, being right down, you know, Bitcoin is still holding well up over the $10,000 level and have a lot of people asking questions. So um, today's question actually comes from Grant Smith. And he asked, why are the altcoins crashing against Bitcoin? So it is really an interesting topic to, to discuss. And so I wanted to delve a little bit deeper into that, uh, into why the altcoins are having not the best of times. We actually predicted that there was going to be a little bit of a you know bad weathering pattern come for the altcoins. Bitcoin dominance is one of the things that I think is quite important. It's very high right now, over the 70%. Uh, we haven't seen that for quite a while. So that could be, uh, you know, giving us a little bit of a warning of what's coming on the crypto market next. Uh, I'll talk about that later and I will post charts. But, you know, exactly why are the altcoins crashing against Bitcoin? Well, to be honest, you know, if you want to break it down, I can give it to you in layman's terms. Usually when Bitcoin goes up, the altcoins go down. And vice versa, if the old coins are down, Bitcoin usually has a nice ramp upwards. So, of course, it's not always like this, but it's common knowledge, basically, you know, amongst a lot of the astute investors out there, um, you know, and people know and understand that, you know, Bitcoin is the granddaddy and the old coins are sort of like the forked off coins and the blockchain. And so they're going to act a lot like the dot-com boom, you know, when you had all these major companies like pet.com go up and then, you know, Amazon was usually, well, you know, it was way back then, it was more like an altcoin. But then now you see Amazon, the prices of Amazon has gone up quite substantially. And so we probably will have a room or a time period down the track where some of these altcoins sort of really step out and really show their leadership and show how, excellent they are as a as a product as a implementation in different services and i can tell you now a lot of these coins are going to shit the bed and they're probably not going to survive what's coming down the track but you know i talk a lot about that later in our newsletter and we you know it's it's part of what i do because i believe that the real important thing that i'm waiting for right now I'm agnostic on it actually, but it's a big piece of news. It's the back. So basically, backed is give custodianship to some of these big institutes for them to 
not only put you know ten thousand or twenty thousand into the crypto market alone, it gives them the ability to put in a lot more, like we're talking millions or even billions of dollars onto the market. So, as you can imagine right now, if you're well versed in the crypto world, you have a crypto wallet, and that gives you access to you know put money over on your credit card, and it's pretty simple in those technical terms, but you know, what if you had, you know, $20 million you wanted to put into Bitcoin or Ethereum or something like that? And BACT has to give these guys uh, complete custodianship for them to hold money and for it to be substantially legal. And there's a whole other set of ramifications that come with that. So, you know, recently the price of Bitcoin dipped below 10000 and it's been quite a tumultuous year. You know, a lot of people were telling me, you know, it's over. You can go back and read our previous podcasts or have a listen to those. We were saying, no, don't believe or listen to the people saying Bitcoin's going to be at $500 soon. And here we are. <laughs> we were right again. So um, thank you for being loyal and having faith in us, I guess, because it's it's a, it's going to be a rocky roller coaster, guys. The, you know, nothing is set in stone with crypto. It's, it's so early in the piece. And we're not even in a decentralized world when you live day to day, when you go shopping and that sort of thing. So I expect there's going to be many, many, many more big upswings, many, many more downswings. And so it's going to be that rocky roller coaster ride for a, a long time. Ethereum quite sold off about 9% during the same window of time uh, when Bitcoin was a little bit all over the place. So it's not actually clear what, what triggered the sell-offs for me. I, I think it's basically manipulation. Uh, mass media trying to pump out you know political news and things to that like and trying to manipulate the prices down so there is the other side of it where you think you know these if these big guys are coming into back and they have their the guns are loaded with lots of money i mean they don't want to buy crypto prices when they're right up high do they so we have a little bit of a game going on here but that's part of it if you are a crypto investor you have to accept the fact that you know, there's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of big hands. There's a lot of big players. And when we're talking about what ha what's happening into the end of the year, uh, I think it's going to be very interesting. We're going to have a lot of different news. We're going to have people saying and leaving crypto, saying it's a scam. And then on the other fact, like I just said, the backed people and uh, they're giving custodianship and some of these big investors are probably going to start pouring in a lot of their own individual money not just clients money so that's gonna that's gonna you know it's is it gonna be a snowball effect i don't know but it's definitely intriguing the way it's all playing out in 2000 since 2017 for me with the massive bull run a lot of hype and hysteria then 2018 which was the horrific bear market which was quite painful for most and uh, it's going to be one of those things where we just wait and see so you have to remember that bitcoin has gone up 150 percent for the year fueled by part of mid-year in July when there was a lot of news that come out about Facebook's announcement of Libra and its cryptocurrency project. I know that it's sort of a two-way street for me because I feel that Facebook, ha I don't know what's going to happen to Facebook in the future because I'm a bit worried with what's happening. I have a lot of antitrust issues, a lot of privacy, mistrust issues and, le and legal things to get through. And they're currently in court trying to answer questions on, you know, why they have mishandled data and selling people's data. <clears throat> the Cambridge Analytical data is, I saw on 60 Minutes, it's a, that's a very big thing. And I think if Facebook are going down the wrong path, you know, they could end up like the next MySpace. 
And if that happens, well, good luck to them. Personally, I'm not on, not really on Facebook too much unless I'm talking or chatting with clients, but it's not really my preferred interest uh, interest in social media. I do get on Twitter and post a little bit, but uh, even Twitter, you know, they're censoring people, YouTube censoring people. So there's that, those legalities and there's that, you know, there's that whole branch of political and, and trepidation for, for what's happening uh, with people and trust in the future. And that's why a lot of these privacy coins have been talked about recently, including myself. I talked a lot about privacy coins and one of my friends who is actually, he's mining the Monero coin. Very, very good miner actually. Uh, I won't mention his name, but he has told me and showed me how he mines Monero. I think Monero in terms of mining a coin, that would probably be one of the best ones right now. I don't sort of delve into that world. Uh, I know there's a lot of people that are very well versed in the mining world. Uh, I've dabbled before, but I don't really get too much involved with that. So the announcement of the Libra was the was the big thing for us this year. It's added a lot of positivity, but now that sort of sort of seems like it's died off a little bit, hasn't it? So with Libra, it's under a bit of you know heavy scrutiny from political people and regulators. They're coming in. They've talked about it on Capitol Hill, and governments all around the world are sort of starting to think about. You know, well, maybe if Facebook can do it, why can't we? So they're creating their own sort of understanding and ideologies of cryptocurrency on maybe how, you know, maybe even one day the US dollar would be a tokenized thing. I don't know. Um, but, you know, with US dollar, it's still a hard based um, asset, isn't it? It's basically a fiat. And when we look at it like that, it's, it's going to be interesting what they do in terms of a decentralized sort of world. And the Chinese government have said also too that the country is close to realizing its own digital currency. And uh, personally, I have had friends that have gone to China. They said there was a lot of people there investing in crypto, a lot of you know, these exchanges, a lot of people are putting their jobs to do it. <laughs> so it's a big sort of a, a thing over there. And I, you know, I keep hearing about it. Oh, there's another big crash coming at the end of the year. And you know, I I don't really want to delve into that world because. You know, I basically do my own research, guys. I formulate my set of own ideas and we use our blockchain chatterbot technology, uh, predictive linguistic data. So I'm more of a, you know, person which which formulates things of past trends because I do, I do believe that past trends can, can form future events. And so when we're talking about that, I mean, it's it's probably one of the things that I would be most honed to do in, in, the, in the coming times. Uh, it's been very accurate for me and uh, we've had a good year. We've done a lot of blockchain stuff, off-chain stuff. And we've done a lot of blockchain stuff online. So uh, it's it's a it's a matter of, for me of just picking and choosing, you know, sort of pick your poison. <laughs> and for me personally, um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens and to see if Bitcoin has been talked about like the last couple of months about being a high-risk, more a high-risk safety haven for some investors. And I mean, if we have some trouble come to the stock market uh, a lot later, it's going to be interesting if people sort of pick and choose to, to hide out in crypto or Bitcoin for a while. So that'll, that'll be another interesting avenue to take, you know, if we arrive to that station. And I will, I will try and uh, give my predictions and my analyst and my analysis, I guess, as we go on. So some... Some people are willing to hide out in crypto markets, but they know it's a high risk thing. It's a high risk game. And I do think with the, 
you know, with the yield curve inverted, in my investing career, I've noticed that every time the the yield curve has cur the you have the yield curve has actually uh, inverted. You know, you normally get a recession twelve months later. So I'm not guaranteeing it'll happen, but you know, if we go back the last fifty years, it's a pretty good situation where we'll probably be looking at that. Uh, uh, maybe a U.S. recession, maybe not a bad one like two thousand and eight, but it probably you know situation like that is probably on the way. So it's going to be interesting for me if that actually does play out. But from what Trump is doing on an economical point of view, you have to remember that this guy is a businessman. And so I do believe he's doing the right things. And maybe it'll be a situation where a lot of these other countries that are already in financial ruin, like with Deutsche Bank and Europe are in trouble, uh, Australia here, we'll probably obviously go through a drought. That would mean a recession. Um, and some of these other countries overseas. So maybe we go into a recession, but maybe the US comes out of the recession faster or the recession there is lessened because of what they're doing right now. So instead of listening to the hype guys, you know, I would really, really recommend you jump on our newsletter. That's about it I have for, that's all I have for today. But we have many, many more updates coming and it's been fun for me this year. I can't believe we're already in September, guys. It's been a wild ride, but it's been a lot of fun and a lot of excitement. And for me, this isn't really even work. Okay, guys, thanks again for listening. Thanks for sharing your time and listening to my voice. And if you feel free, please share and like this podcast with your friends and family. Make sure you sit down and watch it and listen to it as much as you can. We have lots of stuff coming. In the meantime, please you know join our, ch our news Chatterbot newsletter. You can join. The link is below. And in the meantime, have a great day, guys. Okay, peace.